0: If nobody is the planner in your family, you might have to take on that responsibility.
1: It's very important that you and your partner sit down beforehand and say, look, this is kind of a typical routine. This is what we're going to do. This is what we're not going to do.
0: In marriage, you have to compromise, and that doesn't mean... You're just always giving up what's important to you, but it means you've got to listen to the other person and really hear what's important to them too and why it's important.
1: This is very important. You've got to be able to see things through a lens of somebody else's world and experience and be a little more empathetic towards that.
0: Welcome to The Parent Hack. On this podcast, we will share everything from how we got our babies to sleep through the night to how we hit huge goals at work and everything in between. Disclaimer, we are not perfect parents, don't claim to have a perfect relationship, and we certainly don't have the answers for everything.
1: However, we are driven and curious people, and the journey of marriage and parenthood has led to a lot of research and personal development. We firmly believe in the quote, if you want to go quick, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together.
0: On this podcast, we will share what has helped us lead a life full of abundance and joy. And we're so excited to have you here on The Parent Act. As a reminder, if you're listening to the show and you think of somebody that might benefit from hearing it, please share it with them.
1: And also, subscribe to our show on your preferred podcast platform. And let us know what you want to hear more about. Send us a message on Instagram or Facebook.
0: Hello, friends, and welcome back to The Parent Hack. Once again, we are so happy you are here and we are so excited for today's topic. This is something that we have been asked quite a bit across social media. So we're trying to really listen to your questions and it can be a challenging and touchy, sensitive subject. So we're going to talk all about kind of managing holidays, setting boundaries with multiple families.
1: Yeah, definitely something we get asked about or just was say the topic of conversation a lot when the holidays come around? People are always our friends are always asking or we're always getting in conversations about how do we how do you all handle this situation? This is how we handle it. And I think today is a little bit of a not tried and true, but it's a, it's something we've put in place and actually used to get a little bit better at setting boundaries at the holidays. That ultimately lets us not, you know, get into any arguments or have there be any tension or upsetting or disappointing.
0: Yes. And everybody's family dynamic is different. Some of us have more families to visit than others. Um, We definitely have a lot of people that we went to see and that went to see us around the holidays. For Cody and I, we are people pleasers. And so it was really, really hard for us, especially after we had kids. To tell somebody no or figure out like we we're gonna have to rearrange things because our kids took naps and we just couldn't be everywhere all of the time because at the end of the day, at the end of that holiday, we came home and we were just exhausted and we didn't really feel like we got to enjoy it.
1: Yeah, it's kind of a, I think before we really tried to do some of these things we're gonna talk about today, we really kind of felt just run down and tired and I don't know, almost kind of let down in a lot of ways. And it's frustrating because. People want to see you, obviously. You want to see other people. That's obvious as well. But it's very hard to just sometimes put yourself in each other's shoes and understand, okay, we need to do this because of this reason or... So so-and-so can go to their next holiday or whatever. And I think that's probably been one of the biggest revelations we've seen is just trying to communicate that to someone to then understand why you're doing what you're doing or why you're asking for what you're asking. It tends to go a lot smoother whenever you can kind of convey that message. And hopefully these steps will help you. do that. Yeah.
0: And I mean, especially... Um, most of you all listening probably have children or you want to in the future. And once you have kids, it's just different. You become your own family unit. You want to create your own traditions. You want to do things at your home. And sometimes that can just be hard and it can be depending on people's personalities and all of those. There's so many different factors that go into it. This is something that we've certainly had to learn the hard way. And so again, our perspective is always, we've been through this and we're certainly not perfect at it. Uh, But we have learned some things that have made a lot less friction between Cody and me and allowed us to kind of embrace holidays a little easier.
1: Yeah. And I think at the end of the day, this is not going to be tried and true for everyone's family, everyone's situation. But what this is meant to do and what it's helped us do is to it helps. It's all about us and making sure that we enjoy our holiday. And while that seems selfish, it's it's kind of necessary. I mean, if not, what are you doing the holiday for? You know, yeah. I mean, for everybody else, well, that's not a good reason to do that. So yeah. why are you doing all these things? It should be for you and your family and you should get what you want out of the holidays and not just feel like you're just waving around and getting tossed around. Yeah. By I mean, kids can only events. handle
0: so much as, as much fun as they have on holidays. They only have so much energy too. And so you can only drag them around to so many places in one day, um, without a nap and not have massive meltdowns. So yeah. We have five things we're going to go over with you guys. Um, the first one is really setting the expectation with your partner. And this
1: this was, is hard. Yeah,
0: this was hard for us. Cody, do you want to <laughs> expand on why it was so challenging?
1: Apparently, it's hard for me. Um,
0: I think just because a little background, Cody's parents have been divorced for a long time. So they've both mm-hmm. been remarried for 20 plus years. And so we have a little more time and people that we have to manage on his side of the family compared to mine.
1: Yeah. And I think why this has been hard, or I know why this has been hard for me is that there's tons of conversations happening. There's, if your parents are divorced, you're having conversation with one family and you're having a conversation with another family, and then, you know, your wife's families or whatever, it's, it just becomes a lot. And so it really is important to, instead of getting that far into it and being kind of pushed and pulled by all these conversations and all these opinions and views and events, whatever, it's very important that you and your partner sit down beforehand and say, look, this is kind of a typical routine. This is what we're going to do. This is what we're not going to do. And not, so that way, you're better pre- prepared, <laughs> prepared whenever you have those conversations. Hey, guys, this is what's happening. We have this going on at this time. We'll be at your place from this time to this time. And then we have to go here from this time to this time. I mean, that's really kind of a, a condensed version of what we've tried to do there is just say, hey, this is kind of what our schedule allows for. And that way you're setting an expectation up front and, and you and your partner on the same page before getting into the weeds with anyone.
0: Yeah. And I think the big challenge on this one is you each have to be flexible. And this is hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. when, you, if, when you get married, I think most of us can remember that first holiday you're married and you're like, but I want to be with my family. <laughs> you know, yeah. That's just what you're used to. And in marriage, you have to compromise. And that doesn't mean you're just always giving up what's important to you. But it means you've got to listen to the other person and really hear what's important to them too and why it's important. Instead of just saying, hey, I want to do this with my family, this is how we've always done it. So this kind of takes us into our next point. But like for me, Thanksgiving Day, I I always think of this example because I'm the only girl. Uh, My mom and I always grew up cooking together and that was our thing on the holidays. And when I think of the holidays, holidays, I always think about cooking with my mom. And I remember Cody being like, why can't we just show up like 30 minutes before we eat so we can stay with my family longer? And I was like, well, then I don't get any of what really makes thanksgiving thanksgiving to me mm-hmm. i don't get that cooking and that quality time drinking wine in the kitchen with my mom um and so explaining why things are important to you and maybe the things that you really really want to be able to do helps you guys stay on the same page
1: yeah yeah and and the same thing for us you know we have we have traditions certain holidays that we like or there's other things that we like to do and I think just being able to give a little bit to get is going to be your best skill
0: here. Yeah. Essentially, and a, a Cody forehand quote, you always have to remember you're on the same team. Yeah. Um, and that's really important to remember because this is, uh, this is a very sensitive subject. I think this is it really is. challenging for us. It, it,
1: it is super sensitive, but at the same time it can be a lot easier if you, if you just are on the same page and you're able to just set expectations with everyone. Yeah. So point number two Teresa kind of alluded to this a little bit, but map out what's important to you and the things that you want to be able to do and also the things that you maybe know that your spouse wants to be able to do and vice versa.
0: Yeah. So this this was really big after we had kids because we wanted to create our own traditions. We were, there were things that we wanted to be able to participate in every year and our kids to grow up and be like, oh, that's always what we do around Easter. So Easter's coming up. That's why that's on my mind. We have a big Easter egg hunt that we do at the country club. It's always a Saturday before Easter. And so instead of just being like, oh, nope, we can never do that because that's when somebody else is doing Easter. It's that conversation of, well, if we could eat a couple hours earlier, this allows us to be able to do this. And this is something yep. that is really important to us for our children to be able to participate in and do. We get to see our friends and that's, that's important too. Other things like Christmas morning at our own house is a big one. We always wanted our kids. To be able to
1: wake up in their own house yeah. in their in pajamas that we bought for them and open their presents. I, matching I, pajamas, yeah.
0: Cody's favorite.
1: <laughs> hey, I'm I'm all about the pajamas. These He's days. on the
0: matching train. Yeah, I converted him.
1: So, and and I think that it was really hard for me to kind of dig into this or, or or kind of align with that mentality of like, oh, we should do our own thing now. But eventually, it's like, oh wow, yeah, this makes total sense. I want to create these memories that that I had and. While it's going to be hard for people to let go and for people to give you the space to do that, it's very important because that's what we look forward to now every year. I mean, we have two kids. We've done the same thing with Warren on Christmas and some other holidays, and we look forward to that. And so does he at this age. And now I see why it's so important. So it's, it's just, it's going to be a little rocky whenever you start to maybe lay that out there. But it's important that people respect you enough to give you the space to do those things and to create your own memories and to be your own family.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So that kind of takes us into point three, which is setting the expectation with your family. So, this is meaning obviously like in laws, parents, whoever you spend your holidays with, beyond just like your immediate family, the people you share, you know, four walls with. Um, And this, this again is challenging. I feel like I've said that a lot of times um, throughout this, but you don't want to disappoint anybody. Mm -hmm. And I think that was really where Cody and I were coming from. He didn't want to tell his parents, no, we're not going to be somewhere or ask them to change something. And neither did I um that was hard for both of us but we both had to be like okay well if i'm gonna have to ask mine you're gonna have to ask yours and that made it easier
1: and i think realizing that it's fair you know it's fair to be able to ask people to accommodate you know now i'm not saying you have to move everything and change everything but i think it's fair to for everyone to be adults and say oh yeah we understand let's try and figure this out we had a lot of problems with just last minute uh, and just expect, expecting people to just show up at certain times, and it's like okay, so we had to get ahead of that, and maybe way way ahead of that, way more ahead of that compared to normal. But we started working a couple weeks in ahead, and being like, hey, what's the plan? This is kind of what we're thinking, you know, and and that was a big turning point. And and really, when it came down to the actual holiday. And us being happy and yeah. being able to do what we wanted to do. And this
0: used to drive Cody crazy about me because I was like, what's our plan to you talk to your family? What's our plan? You know, four weeks in advance or so, but when you're trying to make sure that everybody can be there and people are married and families, you, you, in, in my opinion, you can never really do it too early. Um, yeah. Get it planned. Gives you plenty of time to talk to everybody. It lets, you know, it gives you an opportunity to tell them this is, what we have going on the Saturday for Easter, for example, for us, we have the Easter egg hunt. That's the only thing we have every other weekend's open, whatever that may be. But if nobody is the planner in your family, you might have to take on that responsibility. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you're doing it out of love, right? Because you want everyone to be able to be there and enjoy being there, not rushing to the next thing or not feeling like oh, I had to give up something that was so that we really, really wanted to do because nobody could be flexible with us.
1: Right. And that's kind of the part B of this point is explaining why? Like, always explain the why to someone because they're be- probably better going to understand your situation and, and the scene through your eyes and just be a little more empathetic. So, if you can tell them why this is important to you, hey, we want to spend time with you, but we also have this and we would really like to do this. This is why we're asking to move this or have this earlier. It's it's going to go a long ways. So.
0: So next thing is avoid having one-off conversations and be confident with the choices and decisions that you and your spouse have made. So it's really easy to you know, sit down here and be like, Cody and I sat here. This is our plan for the holidays. And then somebody gets upset and they don't want to move something. And then all of a sudden, you're finding yourself committing to something that you did not agree to with your spouse. Yeah. And then it just opens up Pandora's box for problems and fights and (laughs)
1: arguments. Yeah. It's just... It goes back to the point of being on the same page, being confident in the plan you just you decided upon with your family and, and laying that out for everyone else to, you know, really either either be willing to help and accommodate or not. And you'll tell real quickly which one you find yourself in. But at the end of the day, it's about you all and, and creating these memories and these times. And so you definitely want to avoid the pitfalls of a one off conversation and Maybe you told someone this and someone else this, and now you've got a mess at home that you got to clean up. So just avoid it.
0: Yeah, definitely avoid the one-offs. They never end well. Last big thing is put yourself in the other person's shoes. And this lesson, I swear, it applies to everything in life. Yeah,
1: this is just a good conflict resolution lesson. And
0: it's a hard one because sometimes you're like, oh, man, I don't want to... I don't want to think about it from their perspective, especially when it's I'm turned right. on
1: you. Yeah.
0: Um, but anytime I've been faced with a really challenging situation or a disagreement with someone, and I go back to this, it is definitely eye-opening mm-hmm. and humbling. Sometimes to say, like, oh, I can kind of see where they're coming from here. Maybe I need to be a little more open-minded.
1: Yeah. X Y Z for sure, and and this applies when you're the one asking and when someone's asking you, I mean, it applies both ways. And sometimes it's hard to do when you're the one being asked to put yourselves in in their shoes. But this is very important. You got to be able to see things through a lens of somebody else's world and experience and be a little more empathetic towards that. And I think asking someone to do that for you is really powerful. And it allows them to say, take a step back really and say, okay, I understand. Maybe let's try a little harder to make this work. Yeah.
0: And I think I think instead of just saying, hey, put yourself in my shoes, it's kind of explain the situation. This is how I'm feeling. I'm feeling like it's not, you know, it's not my fault that I have to split holidays with families. Right. Uh, it's been a challenge for me my entire life. I really want to please everybody, but I also want to have this time with my family. Like, how would you handle this if you were me? Mm-hmm. And I think instead of just saying, put yourself in my shoes, sometimes using that verbiage. Well, tell me how you would handle this if you were me. It really makes them yeah. think like, what, what would I do? You know, I mean, when I've been asked that question, sometimes I'm like, huh, yeah. let me think about that a yeah. little differently. <laughs>
1: it kind of takes you back. I mean, and I think that's the purpose is I just, it, it's not anyone's fault. I think it's just we, we so often don't take the time to put ourselves in anyone else's shoes. And we don't take the time to see this problem or this event from anybody else's perspective. We're just so, you know, tunnel vision.
0: Yeah, we want what we want. Yeah. I mean, we can be selfish, not from a mean way, but it's just, we all want to see each other. Mm-hmm. We all want to do those things, and so that that lesson goes a long way.
1: For sure, in any situation, any any conflict resolution, it goes a long ways. But it's great advice. But we hope this helps. We want to hear from you all and and know what situations you're you know trying to set boundaries in. And I would say you know earlier is better. It's yeah. kind of the thing. Like I know it's going to seem crazy to some people. They're like, oh my gosh, they're calling again three weeks ahead of the holiday. And it's like, yeah. No crap. We got or 14 a month or places weeks, to be. Or six weeks, if it's
0: trees. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. But at the end of the day, make sure this works for you and your spouse and your family. And people are going to be either willing to help or not. And you're going to know which one... Real quick, who the troublemakers are and, and who's going to just be able to help out. So...
0: Don't let things fester between you and your spouse because that's just going to carry over into a lot of other areas. Yeah. And so... Like Cody said, the earlier you can tackle these things, the better. You know, we always say the hard conversations are the ones you have to have because if you don't have those, yeah, those issues are going to turn into big problems.
1: And the more you do this, the better out it you get. Yeah. Right? It's
0: all about communicating with one yeah. another.
1: Yeah. Communication is key. There you
0: go. <laughs> Being on the same team.
1: All right. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. And uh, remember, we can all go further together.
0: Have a great week. We hope you found great value and some takeaway points in our show today. If so, please leave us a review where you're listening. And we ask that you share this with someone that would benefit from hearing today's episode.
1: Also, we want to hear from you. Send us a message on Instagram or Facebook. Tell us what topics you'd like us to cover, who we should interview, and anything else on your mind. Thank you for joining The Parent Hack. And remember, we can go further together.